So Steelers fans and media are debating Deontay Johnson, but this time it's not about a contract or his future or whether or not he's at OTAs and when he's going to show up at OTAs or then once he appears at OTAs. No, this is actually about Deontay Johnson on the football field and what he can do on the football field and putting him in the best position to succeed on the football field, as well as others on the Steelers, namely Chase Claypool. So on this episode of Mike Drop here on Pittsburgh Sports Live, and of course, this is a Steelers Now edition. I'm your host, as always, Mike Oste, and I'm going to make this simple. I'm going to tell you right from the jump. You don't need to read the tea leaves or watch five minutes of this to kind of figure out where Mike's going. I'm going to tell you right away and then unpack it. And that's simply put, Deontay Johnson, and this should be simple. This makes sense. This really should be common sense. Honestly, I'm not sure why it's a debate, but I'm going to answer it since it's become one. Deontay Johnson should be outside. He should be an outside receiver, period. Chase Claypool, though, should be in the slot. Now, there's been a conversation, and I know they mix and match things, and coaches try things out, and things go on during camp. And we'll go on during upcoming training camp and who knows, even in the preseason to figure things out. And this is another year of Matt Canada. So it's not a new offensive coordinator like it was last year, but it's another year of Matt Canada with a new quarterback. Ben is gone. He's retired. So whether it be Mitch Trubisky starting the season or Kenny Pickett somehow starting the year as a rookie, he certainly is the future of the of the franchise or even when Mason Rudolph's throwing passes. And I still would imagine he's not on the team when the season begins, regardless, it's not Ben, it's new, it's a new offensive line, some new members there, obviously Najee Harris is still the starting running back, Friar Muth, another year emerging, so the offense, you figure, is better, is better suited for Matt Canada's style, can't be worse blocking-wise from what it was last year, so you figure it's a little better there, even if it's not as great as maybe you would like, you figure Najee Harris another year would also be even better. You figure Fat Frymouth takes another year step. I think he actually can be one of the better overall tight ends in the league. Great pass catcher, become a great blocker last year. That can keep up. Deontay Johnson last year, though, emerged as the Steelers' number one. Now, and I've done past shows on this, and the whole debate is, is he a number one in the NFL, or is he a number one on the Pittsburgh Steelers? And if he's a number one in the Pittsburgh Steelers, Do you pay him for that? And is that enough reason to pay him and to keep him and to give him big money? Because you did draft receivers I yet to talk about in George Pickens and Austin the third. So in Calvin Austin the third. And Calvin Austin's a burner. And George Pickens has all the talent in the world when he gets his head right. And he's been in big games. So maybe they're the future. And maybe because George Pickens, for example, he fits more of Deontay than, say, Calvin Austin would. But Maybe George Pickens could step up and be a future number one, or maybe Chase Claypool would step up, or maybe if you don't have Deontay and you don't believe he's more than number one on the Steelers, but not really a number one in the NFL, and maybe he's more of a top, you know, 15, 20 versus a top five to 12, maybe you don't want to give him that big money and you feel like, say, the Chiefs did with Hill, that, okay, Obviously, we'd rather have better players at better positions and just be better all the way around if the salary cap didn't matter. But we don't need to give big money to Hill because we're still going to be a contender and we'll let somebody else pay him. And likely the Chiefs are going to have a better record than the Dolphins will next year. The Dolphins will have Hill and the Chiefs will not. That's what I would imagine. That's what most people, I think, are predicting right now. And that's what it looks like. 
So the NFL, you can find receivers. The Steelers, you have to two of them in the first three rounds. You can find receivers. You don't have to pay them big money. You pay them for a while. You have them on those young deals for a while. Then when it becomes big money, you can replace them. It is a position that right away you can have an impact. So Pickens could certainly have that impact right away. So could Calvin Austin with those big plays. They do lose James Washington. You do lose Juju. But Deontay Johnson is your number one. It's going to be your number one this year. It's a big year. Tons of pressure on him. I've, I've talked about this before as well. Tons of pressure on Deontay. Maybe no one besides Devin Bush has more pressure on him this year. And Devin to kind of show, obviously, he's something at all off of an injury, off of being solid and then an injury and looking to bounce back and that he's not a draft bust. Deontay Johnson didn't have the hype of Devin Bush on the other side of the football, and he became a pro bowler. He became a number one last year. He always had that ability. And again, I said this even before last season, go check some tape somewhere, that Deontay Johnson was the number one on this team. Not Chase Claypool, certainly not Juju. Juju clearly never was the same guy without AB. Clearly was showed that he's a number two. He's better in the slot. He would be the best slot option of the three. He's gone, though. And Chase Claypool had that really amazing stretch his rookie year. Those four or five games that were historic. He was doing things that Randy Moss had done before him as a rookie NFL receiver. And that's 20-plus years prior, obviously. And great. That's fantastic for Chase Claypool. Another receiver they drafted, like Juju, the Steelers can keep on drafting receivers. They always draft receivers well, and they've done it now for 30 years. And imagine that will continue with Omar Khan and company after Kevin Colbert. The Steelers can draft receivers. Another reason why maybe you're weary to pay a receiver big mega money. They haven't done it since A.B., and at that point, he was the best receiver in all of football. He's a Hall of Famer, obviously figuring he's going to get there besides his off the field and the fact that he's a mental basket case. And he went off the rails, but on the field, it kind of made sense, obviously. Is Deontay that? Does he garner that? That's a whole question for another day. But on the field, how do you get him there? How does he impress? How does he perform? He's under the pressure. And what's best for you this year? It's why Deontay was a number one before even last year, why he was the only hope for you to have a number one for the Steelers before even last year, before he emerged to that. When Juju was there, when Chase Claypool was coming off his amazing rookie season, I still said Deontay was the number one, even though he didn't have the cachet, wasn't the personality of them. Wasn't as famous on social media, by the way, on TikTok. But Deontay Johnson had the separation ability, and that's why he got to be on the outside. Okay, I get maybe thinking about the slot a little bit for his size, but Deontay Johnson has a separation ability that not many receivers have. He was getting better separation, having an easier easier time getting separation with or without Ben prior to last year. So forget the numbers. Look at the analytics. Look at the ability to get separation from a DB, from a defender, from somebody on the outside. And you're talking about a man-to-man situation off a corner. So it's not like he, you know, obviously it's a mismatch with him and a linebacker, and it would be with Chase too. Obviously, I'm not saying Deontay can't go up the middle. Chase Claypool, though, fits that bill for me a little bit more, a more bulky, muscular body. We've seen him make big plays out of nothing doing that. And again, I'm not saying Deontay can't, but Deontay's better off at getting separation on the outside. His sep- You want a separation-type receiver, a guy who can get separation as well as have speed, as well as have hands. And Deontay Johnson, check, check, and check. And I know what you're going to say about the hands, so I'll get there in a second, put a pin In that, you do have to listen a little bit to get my take there. Wait a second. But he still has the hands, by the way. So you want the hands. You want the speed. You want athleticism. 
and you want the ability to get separation for an outside receiver. And of course, if they're blessed with a Randy Moss type of body, then okay. And if you're T.O., even though he's similar, more, you know, Chase Claypool's been compared to him for a really, really high pie in the sky comparison, then okay, T.O. kind of was just your number one, no matter whether he's outside or inside, and he would go up the middle sometimes. And maybe Chase Claypool can do that for you. Maybe he can get back to what he was two years ago and is needed to do that. Matt Canada is going to try to sprinkle things around. So I don't know if everyone's going to be fit in these, these boxes so much. But if we're going to debate on where Deontay Johnson should be and if he should go inside and if he should go in the slot and if Chase Claypool somehow should be that number one and go on the outside, you know, forget the money, forget the contract for this show, for this conversation. Deontay Johnson, because his ability to get separation, because of what he's been doing and that he has emerged already as the number one, he got to be on the outside. And Chase Claypool fits the slot role for his size for his ability to do so much and for his athleticism and the fact that he is muscular and he can take those hits. That's what he did a couple years ago. People even thought when he was drafted, he was drafted to replace Juju and Juju for all his faults and what people want to criticize him for and how polarizing as he was. And certainly a, a good player, maybe not great after a B, but one of the better slot receivers in the league, a solid slot receiver. He wanted to be on the outside. That was a whole problem but he was a great slot receiver. I'm not saying Chase will necessarily be that, but he could fit that role. He fits that role more than Deontay Johnson. And now to the pin, I will take the pin out. Deontay Johnson, yeah, you want to bring up the drops, you want to bring up the hands issues, and I get it. I was there at training camp a season ago when he would, and that was at Heinz Field. They're going back to Latrobe, so that'll be interesting with him there. That'll be cool, but And that's for a little aside. I kind of am excited to get back there, by the way, even though I'm sure the veteran players are happy to not be, we're happy not to be sleeping in a small college dorm room, but it'll be cool for the rookies. It'll be cool for media, for fans, of course, obviously for fans, for you guys, that's the number one thing. So I'm glad they're back there. The Rooney's always, we're going to want to get it back there at some point, but I'm sure he'll act the same way in Deontay Johnson, like last year at Hines, where if he dropped a pass, he did push ups immediately. So we had drop issues a couple years ago, obviously, and those were a problem. He worked on it. He worked on it. He worked on it. It seemed like he corrected it for a while. Only a few drops last year, and yes, they happened at the end of the season in big games. And then I know there were more in the playoffs. I get it. But it still feels like a problem that can be fixable, to say the very, very least, imagining that's what he's going to work on this year again. And it's also a little bit of a false narrative that the drops are something that really should totally kill him. I'm not saying he's one of the better receivers in the league overall. I'm not saying he's a top-five guy. Certainly there are other receivers that are better than him that have done it more that I feel like you can get more out of right away. And I do agree. You can easily replace the position. That's why maybe big money is a question mark. George Pickens, I think he can have the biggest impact for any rookie on this team this year maybe even more than Kenny Pickett, if Kenny Pickett would start. And if Pickett certainly doesn't start the year, then maybe it certainly is George Pickens. Maybe you'll hear a lot of Pickett to Pickens, certainly in the future. He's going to be around. He's going to have an impact more more years to come. So I love the George Pickens pick, by the way, even Calvin Austin. But Deontay Johnson became a pro bowler, became a number one receiver, and there's no reason why that doesn't get easier for him. And he maybe doesn't have a, a banger and have a better year this coming season on the field because he's going to have a more mobile quarterback, whether it be Mitch or whether it be Kenny Pickett, certainly more mobile than an aging Ben Roethlisberger who's, who's about to retire. The offensive line you figure would be a little better to give the quarterback a little bit more time and give the receiver more time to get separation. But again, Deontay, the best at that. So let's keep that moving. 
But Deontay Johnson's hands, it's not something that you aren't looking to improve. And I'm not saying it's not a problem at all if you're looking to pay him mega money and say he's one of the best receivers in football. But he's certainly still right up there. He's certainly that top 10, 12, possibly maybe even more. Who cares where you rank him? Had a Pro Bowl year. He is the Steelers' best. He is the Steelers' best overall receiver this year for sure. And if you want to pay him the mega money, it's a different story. But this year, he got to be on the outside. He is your best option on the outside. The hands thing can come. It's better to try to correct that than try to fix someone getting separation, winning one-on-one battles. He can win those for sure as well. Maybe Chase Claypool can too because of his body. But Deontay's proven himself time and time again. And he fixed the drops so much most of the beginning of last season, really even in the middle and the end until really at the end, that maybe that's an aberration as well. So the whole idea out there of he just dropping every pass, it sounds like he has 10, 15 drops a season. That's not the case. You're looking at a few. So that's a little overblown. But again, the hands are there with the exception of a few drops, but let's not overblow that type of situation. He became the one last year. He's been the best at separation. And again, he has everything else you could imagine. He's the overall threat. Deontay is the number one on this team. And that's for this year. Again, speaking on contract, there's pressure on him to try to get it. And I get, Maybe you can replace it another way, but that is another conversation for another day. But Chase Claypool also fits that slot role. So, again, this shouldn't even need a mic drop. This shouldn't need me to drop the mic or to do anything to expound on this. But I felt like I was going to. I felt like, why not? Because everyone's discussing it. Deontay Johnson, it, it, it's going to be something they're going to tweak. They're going to have some fun with things. And Matt Kanda will sprinkle things and show what he can do and switch guys around. Of course, pressure on him and this offense this year. Of course, the excuses of years past are gone. But Deontay Johnson emerged as the team's number one, regardless of what you think of him in the NFL. He just had a Pro Bowl year as the wide receiver one for the Steelers. You figure it's an easier time with a more mobile quarterback, no matter who it is, and maybe a better offensive line. Figuring better than last year certainly can't get much worse. But Deontay Johnson has to be on the outside. He's an outside receiver. He's your one. Chase Claypool is that slot guy. Chase Claypool can be that replacement for Juju. They both can fit there wonderfully, and that's how you work the offense this year. That's how you have success on the field this year. That's what makes sense. There's no reason to debate this. There's no reason to go further. There's no reason to say, no, Chase is your one overall, so put him on the outside. Deontay can do the slot. No, Deontay outside, Chase in the slot. If you want to work and tweak things and have fun every now and then, fine. But on a consistent basis, Deontay Johnson is that outside number one receiver. Chase Claypool is your slot guy. He's kind of replacing Juju. You fit everybody else around. You could have a still a, a solid receiver group with Frymouth again emerging as well as a tight end pass catcher for even where you were last year despite losing some pieces. So I shouldn't even have had to drop the mic, but I did it anyway. Again, Deontay Johnson got to be that outside receiver. He is your one this year. There's pressure on him to perform, and who knows about a contract or the future with him, and who knows about the NFL. That maybe remains to be seen. He needs to prove that he's better than just the Steelers one and can be that on any other team and overall in football. But to do that, he got to be the outside guy. Deontay Johnson got to be the outside guy. Chase Claypool can be a beast for you as that slot receiver again follow us of course all throughout social media and find all our Steelers Steelers coverage SteelersNow.com at PGH Steelers Now on Twitter at PGH Sports Live here for Pittsburgh Sports Live comment below here tell me why I'm wrong tell me why I'm right I'll fire back at you nonetheless again I am at Mike 11 on Twitter so go find me there as well and 
that will do it. That was this edition of Mike Trump here on Pittsburgh Sports Live. So no need to pick up that mic. I, I dropped it for you. Let's keep it down there because I think I finally put this debate to an end.